This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello. Wow, I am, I am close up today. I was not expecting that. My face is front and center, as you know it should be, but wow. Hello and good morning, everybody. I hope you get used to this view because I guess this is what we're doing uh, for Outkick the Morning on this beautiful Thursday, February 1st. We made it through January. And once again, I want to reiterate that there were so many people who were freaking out over how slow January was going. And I, on the other hand, was freaking out about how fast it was going. And now here we are, February 1, 2024, one day closer to Super Bowl 58, where the Chiefs and the Niners will meet for the second time in just four years. Uh, so I'm excited. I'm actually headed to Vegas today. I'm going to be there for 12 days. 12 days is a long time to spend in Vegas. For all of you who have spent any time there, generally you know better. You don't do any more than two, maybe three days if you're doing it right. I'm going to be there for 12 days, but I'm also going to say that I'm not going to be doing the traditional Vegas trip that most people experience. Like, I'm not going to be out every night partying day to night, tonight to day, squeezing in maybe a little buffet here, maybe a sip of water here. That's not going to be my experience. I plan to get some quality sleep, and uh, I purposely situated myself in a little bit of a quieter area because I didn't want to be like surrounded by all of the chaos at all times. I've definitely learned my lesson back in the day when I was in Vegas, but that's not a story that's appropriate to share here on Outkick the Morning. Uh, but everyone, if I didn't already welcome you, welcome, Charlie Arnold. Uh, we've got a special guest in studio. Let's just go ahead and bring him in and we can get into this top story. Uh, how's, how's it going? Um, great. I want to know what not doing usual Vegas is what that entails. Uh, I didn't even introduce you yet. I'm sorry. Oh, well, let's should do I it. do that? Um, I don't know. Or People should we let them guess out. what your name is? Yeah, they could. Um, okay. Should... Harry. John. John or Josh. You know what, though? Your name is kind of generic, though. It's Scott Martin. <sighs> it is. And, and I'm not trying to like, but Scott Martin is like the ultimate generic name. True. So I go by Scotty Markets sometimes. Oh, that's, uh, it's that's an old college that's nickname. That's cooler. And I grew up in Western Ohio, Charlie. In Western Ohio, where you grow up, like where there's more cattle than people, let's uh-huh. say, in this in the town. Names aren't really that thought of deeply, you know. Yeah, they're like, let's just keep it. Let's just keep it easy. Yeah, keep working. uh, Keep it simple, stupid, right? Keep it simple, stupid. Milk the cows, (laughs) pet the cats. So um, I'll take whatever you get. Pet the cats. Yeah, Uh, Uh, that's that's a good one. Okay, so Super Bowl, obviously, just a couple of days away, and in my mind, I would think because this is the same matchup that we've seen for the second time in four years, maybe ticket prices wouldn't be soaring as much as they are, but. I was completely incorrect. Uh, as of right now, this is the most expensive Super Bowl on record. That's according to TickPick. Ouch. Thanks, the Joe Biden. The average price mm. hovering around $9,800. That's mm. average. Mm. So that's, you average. know, that's a pretty expensive ticket. So that's not the, that's not like the Taylor Swift suite. No, or I mean, Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift um, could afford this ticket like 15 times over, uh, but this mm. is 70% more expensive than last year's game. And in fact, premium tickets are going for almost $40,000. That's to sit next to you. 
Well, yes. Okay. On the, either side of me, those are going for 40000 Everything else in the stadium will be a bit cheaper, Diesel. but you can yes. understand why. Um, Quick know, comment. I went to uh, the Vikings-Raiders game yeah. this year, which was the worst football game I've ever been to in my life, including like six, six-year-old six games and stuff that my son plays. That stadium's a little weird. I love your comments on it when you get back. Because I don't think that stadium's that great. So the you're Viking pay, Stadium. Uh, no, the LA uh, Ra- oh, uh, Vegas oh, Raiders Allegiant. Stadium. Yes, Allegiant. Okay. Uh, the acoustics aren't great. The concourses are small. Um, yeah. It's easy to get thrown out of. But, I mean, I didn't, but. But Vegas itself is, is, is you know, causing not much going on. a lot of the increase oh, to yes, occur. I mean, this has kind so. of become like the sports capital of the nation. I yeah. mean, they just had F1 for mm-hmm. the first time. They're getting uh, baseball soon, I they're guess. They're getting baseball yes. soon. Uh, basketball, mm, is, basketball is on the mind. They There's have a gambling. football team. There's, There's some gambling. And they have all of the restaurants, all yes, of the, the nightlife, the sphere. Amazing. Uh, so I it's guess. really a des- It's become a destination. Uh, but it's mm. interesting because while ticket prices are so incredibly high, and I mean, you just look at all of the other elements that are necessary for a Super Bowl experience. Uh, you got to get there, right? I think. I, yeah, I, I mean, ticket to, prices yes. uh, for nonstop on American, Ooh. over $2,900 in some cases. I can't believe you paid that. I certainly didn't pay. Plane. And okay. I did, and I know for a fact uh, I did not have to pay. The company didn't have to pay $2,900 for a ticket. Miles. But even <laughs> place to stay, a room at the Cosmopolitan, one of the chicest of the hotels mm-hmm. in Vegas, uh, a place that everyone would dream to stay at, and normally is much more cost-effective and realistic, Eighteen hundred bucks a night, starting like around that weekend, or kind of like I yeah. Mean, I, I, I don't want to reveal where you're staying per se. Yeah, no, you, we won't we reveal where I'm staying. But, please, uh, I'm definitely not staying at the Cosmopolitan. I will just let that Tropicana be known. So, so don't be look guess. for me at the Tropicana. 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 See, that totally means you're staying at the Tropicana, which means <laughs> you're trying me to throw us very, off. Yeah, that's it's, uh, it's very hoity. Um, I mean, that's that's kind of an indie girl thing. Yeah, but you know. It's, it's interesting because everything is so expensive right now. Just to go to Super Bowl, I mean, mm-hmm. it's probably going to cost you realistically. I, I would say you're looking at $25,000. Yeah. All if, in if, with the experience yeah, and everything, the in. food, um, cabs, Ubers, whatever else. Yeah, for sure. Uh, bail money, getting out of jail. But how is, how is this realistic? I mean, right now the economy is just completely in the gutter. Thank you, Joe Biden, Bidenomics, uh, mm-hmm. not serving us well that's not- at this point in time. I mean— <clears throat> Are you surprised that no, the ticket it's, it's prices kind of, are as think, high as they are? I'm not, Charlie. It's kind of weird because it feels like the economy is kind of doing its own thing vis-a-vis what Joe Biden tells us. The Federal Reserve, so I'm, I'm in wealth management, economics, yeah. and things like that. Amazingly, I don't know how I got through that, that, that class uh, organization. But regardless, <laughs> the economics of things are showing that things are okay, but they're not supportive of kind of this, this inflation in price. And the Fed talked about it yesterday about how inflation has calmed down, but it hasn't calmed down completely to where it was. So there's going to be a break at some point in the sense of the high-end consumer, which can afford a lot of these, these prices, because there are people that can um, besides yourself. But at some point, that doesn't last, and there'll have to be some sort of regression to the mean. And, and also, the people that are going to Super Bowl, that are able to partake in an experience like this, aren't— Corporations, typically. Well, yeah. I mean, we're not talking about our blue-collar workers, generally speaking. No, right. Not, uh, not Taylor living... Swift's—maybe uh, Taylor Swift assistants, but not her drivers or whoever it may be. You're right, um, yeah. I mean, these aren't the people, because we do hear a lot of people, unfortunately, right now, are having to live paycheck to paycheck, and that's, like, many, a really sad m- more reality. More than history. Uh, more folks are over-maxed on their credit cards and paying more credit card debt than yeah. they ever have. Um, I wonder how much of these Super Bowl tickets are 
are going on credit cards right now and probably won't be paid off for some time. Could be. And now they have all the buy now, pay later stuff too. So yeah. if that's even offered uh, for something like this, then you have people that just kind of put it off with hopes that they're going to have the money to pay for it in the future. And you know how people are these days. I mean, if you don't have money in the future, then you just ask for Joe Biden for help and maybe he'll pick you up. I don't think I don't think he's going to offer any help. Oh. I'm just going he off needs, of a hunch he needs here. Votes. But I don't think that he's going to be, unless you have student loan debt, right? Unless it's you. True majored in women's studies, that's probably the only time you're going to get some help from Joe Biden. Yeah, or English. Um, English is a good one that yeah, I, I was English working lit. on. I was an English minor. Yeah, English lit. Art history. Oh, um, art history great. is a good I mean, one. I love the art you have yeah. around here and the art I saw in the mm-hmm. hallway that you did. Yes. Um, has a I nice mean, kindergarten charm to it. Hunter Biden was my... My, my muse. I mean, so, he, you know, when he started painting, I started painting. And see, you know, I'd, I'd thought that, like... But I stuff, don't get as much money for my paintings as he does, the surprisingly. Stuff that, right, the stuff that he sold the Saudis, for example, looks yeah. like stuff that you did. But That I'm but guessing that, he bought off you and then resold it. Um, yeah, we have, we have a... Th- we, they can go in. Oh, you do, really? Okay, well, give me his number. <laughs> I because probably shouldn't even say that because I'm sure there's some media seriously. outlet that's going to watch this and be like, oh, mm-hmm. my God, Charlie, can't believe it. CNN, MSNBC, one of those two will say, yeah. oh, hi. But there's... There's true uh, a thing to be said about how prices are kind of out of control. I went to Taco Bell kind of infamously yes. about 15 months ago and had a ridiculous lunch there in the sense of, like, it wasn't even that much food. The price was nuts. It was $28 all in. In which ta- Where was this? In Is Chicago. In Chicago. So we've okay. got 10.25 sales tax, so that's one thing. Um, is I that ordered, one of the highest sales taxes in the country? Uh, not one of them. It is. It is the highest. It is. It's even higher than New York or San Francisco for some stupid reason. And then also, you know, the, the fees at, at Taco Bell when you you know when you go there and you see like the prices and stuff, you got to realize the cost of everything has just gone up crazy. I mean, like a Dorito Locos Taco Supreme, one of my favorite menu Me items too. of all time, dude. Uh, yeah. And sticks off tacos not back yet, but it will be. I hope. Uh, Five forty-five, like for a freaking Doritos Locos Taco Supreme. One. One. Not even like the pack. And the, like a Baja Blast Freeze is like four ninety five. So I mean, right there, you're at ten bucks plus. Yeah. Like giving any food yet, really? I mean, the Doritos. Locos. And you know what? It's interesting too because a lot of times you think to yourself, "Oh, I'm going to go to a fast food restaurant because I don't have to pay a service mm-hmm. fee, right? Mistake. You don't have to pay to be waited on. You're just picking it up." But in they fact, they still ask for tips. It, well, of course they do. Oh. Tipping, well, tipping culture is something else we Weird. can completely get into. Uh, but it's still just as expensive. I mean, it's it's mm. unaffordable. Think about if you took a family of four to Taco Bell at that rate, twenty two dollars for one. You're you're looking at a hundred over a hundred dollars to feed your family just for like the simplest fast food lunch. It's true. I mean, for the same amount of money that I spent at Taco Bell for that lovely lunch back in October, <laughs> I guess twenty two, um, I could have gone to like Chi-Chi's or which is a, you know. Do you remember Chi-Chi's back in the day? In Do Western Ohio, or Eastern, they're gone. I think long gone. I think the food poisoning thing did it, or whatever it was. Um, but Chi Chi's or like El Toro, uh, Chipotle, you can spend that money yeah. and still have a better meal. It seems like. But I'm, I'm loyal to Taco Bell. I just really love Taco Bell, just from growing up. Um, and to me, it's kind of that old nostalgia slash. It's consistent. Well, I also was just reading yesterday that of all those fast food restaurants, Taco Bell is technically. Now I don't know who's deeming this, and I don't I believe like any. I don't believe anyone in the health space these days. Hmm. Uh, but it's like considered Dr. Fauci, it, or especially not Dr. Fauci. Oh. It's considered the healthiest fast food you can get. <laughs> Taco Bell. I, I don't know. I don't know what that that says. It's the healthiest fast that's, food. That's frightening if that's the case. Right. I mean, I would have guessed Arby's. Well, I um, actually just had a Taco Bell experience as well. I went to Taco Bell the night after UFC was at Madison Square Garden in November here in New York, and I went with someone, and our bill combined was over thirty dollars. I think it was something like thirty eight dollars, and I was alarmed. I was like, I'm sorry. I this is this scary. has gotten completely out of control. So we we share that that common. 
And listen, I mean, even though I did spend the 28 bucks and the internet was crazy about it, and I mean, AOC tweeted about it and then didn't write me back, you know, typical deal there. I couldn't pursue her. She acted like she was interested and then walked away. Um, And I was going to talk economics with her, you know, kind of my usual lines. But I I was happy about the money. I mean, I actually enjoyed the lunch. And that was the crazy thing that got taken away is they're like, look at this idiot that spends all this money, doesn't use combo meals. A lot of the stuff wasn't combo-able at the time. I still liked the meal. I was paying for it. I mean, I get it. Well, you know what? I'm, I'm happy to hear that. Well, uh, thanks. And I'm, nice. I'm interested to, to see what the, the food seems like in Vegas. I mean, it's I, amazing. I, I think mean, it's going to be incredible. Yes. Uh, how much we're going to be paying, I, you know, hopefully won't be picking up all the bills. Well, I hope not. And, I mean, if you want to, you <laughs> certainly can. But the other thing, too, Charlie, to think about where the economics of things are and where the kind of market is these days, there is enough demand right now to push prices higher. So I wouldn't be surprised if that Super Bowl weekend right, well, prices are even more well, inflated than typical. When you're in this situation, what choice do you have, right? If oh, you're, you're staying eat. on the strip yeah. mm-hmm. and you need, let's just say incidentals, right? Mm-hmm. You run into the drugstore, I need a toothbrush, I need, or even not even the drugstores, mm-hmm. the resort gift shops. Forget I mean, I've, I've become a sucker for like buying some things down there because I have to. Oh. You go down there, you have to grab a toothbrush, right? It's night you realize you forgot it. You're paying something like seven, eight dollars for a simple Colgate plastic toothbrush that generally Amazing you'd, you'd get That's on like Amazon cost. for a dollar. Oh, they make it for well, and they make it for five cents in China if they are allowed to import it. I mean, I'm I'm surprised you forget your toothbrush as much as you do. Your teeth look great. Thank you. But like the drugstores are very expensive. Um, a place like Egg Slut, which is my favorite, one of my favorite places at, at Cosmo. Yeah. I mean, the sandwiches there are going to be off the charts. They're so good, but they're so damn expensive too. Yeah, and what do you, like, generally in election years, like, what is the economy expected to look like, or how does it fluctuate during election cycles? It's a a really good question, because if you're the sitting president, you probably want things to stabilize more than anything. You don't want things bouncing around a lot. In the case of where Mr. Joe Biden is, um, and and Kamala and all the group, they want things to bounce back sooner than later, because this whole Biden economics thing, this whole kind of diversion in the overall consumer between the haves and the have-nots is vast. So they actually need some improvement this year to, I think, help them with the election. But typically, if you look back at past elections, stabilization and things kind of hanging out and being kind of cool for a little while is the best for kind of the voter because then they can kind of sort the economics away from, say, the politics. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, I do, do you see things improving then? Because right now you said things have stabilized a bit. Yes. Um, but right now, I mean, prices are so outrageous. What's it going to take to convince people that, Joe Biden's doing his job and doing it correctly and looking out for people who are worried about, you know, not the ones that are going to Super Bowl, the people that can barely afford to put a proper dinner on the table for their families. For sure. Or take like a spring break trip, you know, anywhere. I mean, it's one of those things where, I mean, I, I don't know if I'm, I'm worried about Joe Biden looking out for like his next step so yeah. he doesn't fall down again or whatever, slip on the, the, the sidewalk. But I think people also realize that Joe Biden's not exactly, and if you notice too, his economic counsel, which he has a, a couple guys on, Jared Bernstein, if you guys, you don't hear from them a lot. And you think that if they're going to be really convincing people about how good the economy is, how much better things are getting, yeah. and Charlie, to answer your question, I don't, think, I don't think things are going to change that much. And I think folks are starting to realize that we've stabilized to some degree from being in a really bad spot where inflation was 10 plus percent. The government was printing money to hand out to people because they weren't working because the economy was shut yeah. down to where now we're like, okay, we're back, but things still are kind of rough. And like I said, the, the consumer is just really split on there's a lot of people doing very well clearly yourself and, mm-hmm. and maybe me on a few days. And then there's a lot of people that are living paycheck to paycheck and probably can't even afford a $28 Taco Bell lunch. And that's sad. Yeah. And before I let you go, I want to touch back on that. Have to leave. Oh, <laughs> I want to I touch on that tipping culture because I think a lot of people feel the pressure. They're constantly presented yeah. with the option to tip. True. And now the options that pop up on the screen aren't even your general 5, 10, maybe 15%. I mean, they start 
Sometimes 20, at, yeah, 15, 20. 20, 25, 30. I'm, and I'm like, I'm... I'm and, sorry. And you, you walked just, in, right. You just handed me a cup of coffee. In what world do you think that I would ever give 30%, let alone, like, even on some occasions, I don't even feel that I owe any bit of tip, but you feel the pressure. Like, they're staring at you, and you're like, oh, what do I do? It's just, it's awkward. It's, it is weird. It shows up on the screen, typically, too. So I'm like, did they see that I was and going also, 20%? also, are they going to make my coffee correctly now For or sure. spit in it? Like, they I, spill I it, have yes. That. They spill it, you know, on, your, on, on me as, as it's happened. I mean, it's one of those things, too, where it's like, is... They're the ones that put that in there. Because I heard what happened is the uh, the employers or the franchise owners, whoever it is, put that in there to help them get more money because they're too cheap to pay the workers sometimes. So that's in there as like a, a just a staple so that the folks can earn a little bit more money yeah. because they don't want to get they don't want to pay them higher wages. So it's a way to kind of pass that on to the consumer and make us feel. It's awkward. a vicious cycle. It's rough and it's everywhere now too. Yeah. I mean they'll they'll throw tips you know the tip suggestion anywhere. Um, even if you're picking up dog food yeah. at PetSmart or something. I should. Sh- sh- I or feel Petco. like, should you tip me for, you know, me hosting you on this Thursday? Yes, could I give you, um, I, I, I mean, you want a tip? I think your pants look nice or I, your shoes. Oh. I mean, oh, a tip, like money. Um, I have some Polish Zloty. That's yeah, the, I'm, Zloty is my favorite currency. Well, I was just in Poland last year, yeah, so, so you I. you probably have some I, Zloty. I, I, I think my dad might have some leftover, yeah. Zloty is a great name for a currency. It is um, a great name. Or maybe we could do some Iraqi dinars um, <laughs> if you'll accept those. I know I know the government exchanges uh, dinars with Iraq and, and Iran, of course, too. So some of those would work. I'm yeah. trying to get rid of them Yeah, let's. Uh, the I'll, I'll consider all of these currencies and get back to you. Well, thank you. Thank I'll you. I'll consider giving some to you, too. It was so nice to meet you. Good to see you. Thanks for having me. Bye. Oh, you want to give a Super Bowl pick real quick? Yeah, Niners. Um, uh, Niners, the public. We talk about uh, Super Bowl picks. We talk about picks on uh, Oddcast uh, bets that we do with Jeff Clark. And uh, we're going against the public here, Charlie, as we typically do with some of the stuff that I talk about. So the public is heavy on KC, heavy on Taylor Swift, yeah. heavy on uh, Travis and, and, and uh, Taylor getting the things worked out and getting married. So I'm taking the Niners all Okay, the Niners, I like it. Good. All right, thank you so see much. You, it was good to see you. Outkick the morning. We'll be right back after a short break. Stay tuned. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9, with available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults, with zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute and available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. Um, okay, everyone, uh, I've got another guest on deck. Uh, before I get to him, though, I want to give a little anecdote uh, about a time that I had a very awkward stay at a uh, Super Bowl city. I unfortunately booked without understanding what I was getting myself into. It was Atlanta. Uh, I believe the year was 2020. What year was that? 2019? 2019. Atlanta. And uh, I booked on Airbnb, thought I was getting a beautiful palatial suite. No, I was in like this really rundown neighborhood. I was in a shared home, which I had no idea. I thought I had the home to myself. I, there was apparently some people staying across the hall in the same home, never saw them. Their door was constantly closed, but they were in there. It was very strange. Um, anyways, I just want to make it clear. I've learned my lesson. I do not book on Airbnb anymore. And I uh, just book through hotels because you know what you can get, even though it costs a little bit more. Uh, at this point, I'm willing to pay a little bit more in order to make sure that I get out alive. Um, okay, with that being said... Let's bring in the next guest, Mike Gunzelman, OutKick contributor, and one of my favorite people to have on the show. Guns, 
Happy Thursday. Hey, happy Thursday. Uh, I was going to say Thirsty Thursday. It's a little early for that. A little thirsty early Thursday. for Thirsty Thursday, but start with your coffee. Just keep the al- alcohol maybe out of it for right now. But yeah, happy Thursday. Charlie, what's going on? Uh, not a whole lot. Um, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not drinking anything alcoholic, but I just had a chocolate milk. Does that count as Thirsty Thursday? I am team chocolate milk. You know, people make fun of me for liking chocolate milk, but here's the question. There, there, do you like Yoohoo or Nesquik? Because that is like a, a, a divisive topic because Yoohoo is a chocolate drink, but Nesquik is a chocolate milk, but I kind of prefer Yoohoo more. What, what, what's Charlie on these days? Well, mine was Slate. It was actually, uh, it's a protein chocolate milk. Uh, oh, it's like very ultra filtered chocolate so it milk. Tastes like, it, and uh, it, it has 20 grams of protein. It tastes like chalk. It tastes like chalk. No. All those things. Yeah, no, all those guns, it's delicious. Proteins. I don't buy it for a second. <laughs> Give me a YooHoo No, listen, all I, day. I, I mean, YooHoo's a classic. Um, okay, guns, enough, enough chocolate milk talk. Um, yeah. I want to know like how you afford the chocolate milk because you just heard us talking about the economy. How is Biden's economy treating you these days? Uh, not great. What what I love about what's what we've been seeing is that everything else in our lives, whether it's streaming services, to your cell phone bill, to gas, to wings, to eggs, to cereal, every single thing in our lives is getting more expensive except our paychecks. And if anything, more people are becoming, you know, let go and, and, and consolidations and all that. It is uh it is not, it is a rough world out there right now, Charlie. And we're seeing it across the board as far as like retail sales go. And you see malls constantly shutting down because people are not only not going to the malls, but also like mom and pop shops are hurting. And and it started during the uh the COVID crisis, of course, where they mandated all this stuff that they force all these people, uh, generational businesses out of work, which was criminal and sinful. And guess what? Nothing's changed. If anything, it's even just gotten worse. So yeah, it's not a, it's not a good thing out there. You try to go, remember when like you'd get like a, a soda out of a machine for like a dollar. Now it's like $3 and 50 cents. Gas I is I do ridiculous. remember when you would get a, mach- a soda out of the machine for a dollar. I do remember <laughs> those days. And I think oh, I was yeah. in middle school. Yeah, it was a lot different back then, let me tell you. But what we're seeing, though, is uh, it, it's the necessities, all right? You, I'm, I'm not sorry, I have people. to stop you. Yeah. Do you remember, Guns, okay. when you had what? when people used cash still, and you would try to put the dollar into the machine, because that's what people used to do. Oh, yeah, you had and to And it wouldn't like- take it, because it was too crinkled. And you'd have to, on the side of the machine, you'd have to do the little motion and try to straighten it out, like iron it out. Oh, yeah. Throwback. Oh, yeah. I would I would be late to class because I would be like trying to like get it uh, unwrinkled or whatnot. And uh, oh, because yeah, you were trying the- to get your fruitopia out of the machine. <laughs> yes, yes. I was trying to get my last, uh, you know, whatever snack or whatever could have quote a drink uh, drink it could have been. But yes, no, of course that was probably one of the most frustrating things I've ever dealt with in life. It was trying to get your dollar through, and it would it, sometimes it wouldn't go in at all, and then it would go in and come back out, go in and come back out. Crazy world, crazy world we live in. But no, you you know, uh, that's probably when we all started going downhill. We thought that it was tough back then and it's only gotten worse. But yeah, no, the economy is uh, not doing great. I don't care, uh, you know, I don't care uh, what faction you're in, what city you're in, anything like that. It is a tough world out there. You look at, uh, you know, the colleges Mm -hmm. are finally getting blowback right there because kids are coming out so in debt. And now what we've seen the last couple of months, especially is what the hell are we paying 
all this money to some of these institutions for when they're just going to uh, not even teach, but instead indoctrinate children all across the board. So it is uh, it is a tough life out there. Uh, I don't see it getting better anytime <laughs> soon. Um, and uh, how about we start manufacturing here in America? Let's go. I, I would love that. Uh, there's a lot of things we could start doing better here in America. Uh, one of those is holding our big tech CEOs accountable for tons and tons of incidences of child exploitation. And honestly, this week, we got just another glimpse of how horribly Congress is handling it. Uh, on Wednesday, which was yesterday, uh, you saw U.S. senators, uh, including Lindsey Graham, grilling some of the heads of the biggest social media companies, uh, talking about how new legislation needs to be passed and really trying to hold these big tech CEOs accountable for all of the situations, the horrible situations that they've put their users in, many of them underage. And Lindsey Graham went as far to tell Mark Zuckerberg that he has blood on his hands and he has a product that's killing people. But just like we've seen so many times in Congress, nothing gets done. You hold these sessions, you try to engage these people, there's a problem, try to find a solution, yet nothing happens. It's almost like just wasted time. It's almost like just one big charade, right? To show the American public, yeah, we are, we're trying to make something happen, but in all reality, we're not gonna do anything about it. Well, that's because the fundamental system is broken. When you have lobbyists, I mean, just look at the power that big pharma and big tech have over the policymakers in this country is absolutely ridiculous. So of course, nothing's going to get done because uh, they're the ones funding all of this. And right now we're seeing big tech has gotten too big to fail, as we all know. It's not just about like your Google search engine. Google, you know, they actually own some of the underwater cables uh, across the across the oceans, all right? So it's not like we can really shut them down, but it's trying to grasp and try to regulate in some sort of way. Now, I am all about America. I'm all about capitalism. Go make your money. I'm also, I hate government regulations. I hate, I hate government uh, bureaucracies and intervention, but we need to do something here. And what you're seeing is, you're right. The reason nothing is getting done though, isn't just for once I actually agree with Congress yesterday, both parties, Surprisingly, both parties have been pretty on top of this. They have five bills that are uh, that have gotten passed through the House already. Okay, that are meant to protect children or for liabilities. So, like, so if something happens, hey, you know, can you sue? Can you do something? And all the big tech CEOs and companies do not support any of them. So they can BS and lie and be like, oh, I care about you. I care about you. They absolutely do not. For years, Mark Zuckerberg. Facebook uh, denied that this, what I'm about to tell you, was ever true. Then the attorney generals for a couple of states did an internal investigation about something else. It just got the full un, uh, uh, unredacted lawsuit uh, came out. Okay. Facebook has put a $270 price tag for the lifespan of a 13 year old that's using their uh, platform. They don't see people, they don't see you as humans, they see you as a monetary figure. You mean nothing to them, okay? They they are lying straight to you, and it is it is sinful, it's awful. You look at the fentanyl crisis out there, you look at the mental health aspect out there, suicide rates are going up. 95% of teenagers use social media right now, at least one platform. 95 freaking percent of Teenagers use a platform. Suicide rates for teenagers I mean, 95 percent. I would say 95 percent of everybody uses it. I. It's hard to find even adults that don't use social media. Even my mother. Crazy. 
Like, I'm not saying we all use it the same amount or the, the same platforms, but my mom's on Facebook a lot. And I know that because she sends me Facebook things a lot. Yeah, no, yeah, it, a lot of people do it, but I also feel bad for here's here's what it comes down to though, okay? They only care about profit, okay? Understandable. But you need to have some sort of regulations or some sort of retaliatory me measures against them. You know, Lindsey Graham, I'm not a huge Lindsey Graham uh fan, but he went off yesterday and he was right. And That's uh That's interesting. And, and Why wouldn't you be a big Lindsey Graham fan? I uh, just I I mean, um, we could get into politics a lot, but we, yeah, we'll talk about that next week. Um, but uh, I don't like all his policies, needless to say. But having having said that, uh, you know, one of the things that's happening right now is the fact that we can, nothing is going to be getting done. So when he says that they have blood on their hands, they literally do have blood on their hands. They, they you know, he likened it to the cigarette industry for what was going on there and how you had to have some sort of consequences for these actions. The biggest issue though, okay, this is just one aspect. This is like the mental health aspect and the fact that children again, absolutely rocked right now and all that, and we're being lied to. The other aspect though, is if you don't rein in these out of control uh, big tech companies right now, we are doomed. The rise of AI is extremely dangerous with no yeah. regulation whatsoever. And as we saw Scary. during the last election period, these are the people that control and are able to disseminate the information and the news that you're able to get, as well as not allow you to see differing viewpoints, okay? That is extremely dangerous and nothing is getting done. Final thing I wanna say about this, five, three of the five CEOs yesterday refused to come and talk to, about protecting children until they were issued subpoenas. They had to be subpoenaed. That is absolutely wrong. And yeah. finally, the reason nothing gets done, none of them were sworn under oath. So you have this TikTok guy up there BSing and lying to us about China and all China's influence, straight up lying. He wasn't under oath. He doesn't give a damn. We are being played. It's BS. And you know what? Just the, 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 the wheels keep turning and uh, the children keep dying. Yeah, well, real quick, let's just play the, um, we have video of, uh, I think it was the Discord CEO oh, yeah. being grilled by idiot. Lindsey this Graham. Idiot. And he could, he could yeah, not, he could yeah. not give a straight answer. Let's just watch it real quick. Yep. Are you familiar with the Earn It Act, authored by myself and Sarah Blumenthal? Uh, a little bit, yes. Okay, do you support that? Um, we, um, like yes or no? Uh, we, we're not prepared to support it today, but okay. we believe it's actually support the CSAM Act. Um, to stop CSAM Act, um, we are not prepared to support today. Okay. We do you support the SHIELD Act? We, uh, we believe that the cyber tip line- Do you and, support it, yes or no? Uh, we, we believe that the cyber tip line and- I'll tell you that to be no. The Project Save Childhood Act, do you support it? Um, we, we believe that I'll tell you that if you know. The Report Act, do you support it? Um, Ranking Member Graham, we very much look forward to having conversations you. with you and your team. We well, want to look forward to passing a bill that will solve the problem. Do you support removing Section 230 liability protections for social media companies? Um, I believe that Section 230 um, is, is, needs to be updated. It's a very old law. Do you, do you support repealing it so people can sue if they believe they're harmed? Um, I think that Section 230 has written um, while it has many downsides, thank has you, enabled innovation you. on the internet, which thank I think has largely been. Thank you very much. So here you are. You got, if you're waiting on these guys to solve the problem, we're going to die waiting.
Okay, so uh, if you're a CEO of a company, I would assume you would come off as much more intelligent than that. Uh, understand how to simply answer a question, especially when the stakes are as high as this. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of the presidents of the Ivy League universities who couldn't even answer the simple question oh, yeah. of, you know, do you condemn this activity, these type of activities, yeah. these anti-Semitic activities happening on campuses? Guns, let's leave it there. I don't think there's anything more to say about these. These, these guys are complete morons. Um, yeah. It's, it's, but they're it's dangerous. crazy. I mean, they're listen. dangerous. They have so much they're, control and power. It is extremely dangerous, and that's why something extremely needs to be dangerous. Done. Yeah, it's crazy. Yep. But they also understand what it means to make money and how to make money, and exploiting children goes hand in hand. I suppose, with making money in their cases. So it's all very sad. But uh, if they're going to change the way they go about business, uh, that is yet to be seen. I, however, would probably doubt it, given that our leaders in this country aren't even doing anything to enforce uh, any type of new legislation as it looks right now. Okay. Guns, I already asked you how your day is going. I mean, seems like you're off to a swell start. I'm off to a swell start because... Well, I feel very accomplished this morning. Yesterday, last night, while I was supposed to be packing for my 12-day trip, I started cleaning out my Gmail inbox. I had over 6,000 emails in my Gmail inbox that stemmed all the way back to like 2020. And last night, I was on a rampage. I just wanted them gone. I was tired of seeing them. (laughs) I was tired of filtering through emails that I no longer needed or wanted. And guess what my count is this morning? What's that? 85 emails. What? I'm down to 85 emails with only Yo, five unread. I'm girl, feeling, you were on I'm feeling a ultra accomplished. last night. Holy, nobody, nothing was stopping Charlie last night. Holy God. Nothing, swipe, nothing swipe, was swipe, stopping swipe. me. I, oh my God. Now, despite being very stressed out about not having completely packed yet, I feel good about my inbox. Uh, It hasn't looked like that probably since the week I launched my Gmail account, which is back in, oh, probably 2013. No, probably even before that. It was probably like 2011, maybe 2010. Who knows? Uh, Anyways, point is, I'm, I'm off to a pretty decent start. But Elmo on X yesterday asked people how their day was going. And the responses that Elmo got Epic. I mean, this is just a little bit of an insight into the lives of people here in the United States. Uh, Here we go. Elmo is just checking it. Oh, can we bring that back up? So this is how Uh, it started. Elmo is just checking in. How is everybody doing? (laughs) And and here's some of the responses that (laughs) Elmo got. Here we go. This one's great. Wife left me. Daughters don't respect me. My job is a joke. Any more questions, Elmo? Jesus, man. (laughs) Wow. This guy is is feeling it. Uh, things are rough. Uh, this is a, another guy who said, totally fine. This is Domino's. Domino's. Totally fine. And Domino's clearly it's, a, it's one in. big dumpster fire. <laughs> yep, Domino's <laughs> chimed in. Uh, so I don't know. What does this say about the state uh, that everyone feels themselves, I guess we won't even call it thriving and just solely trying to survive in? Yeah. Uh, so I did this article for Outkick. Everyone go check it out. It's outkick.com. Just search guns. You'll be able to find it. This is one of my favorite ones I've ever written because here's Elmo. Elmo Sesame Street. Like how did, like, you know, like, I don't think anybody has an issue with Elmo. All right. This guy, God help. 
whoever runs that social media account, because that did not go how they expected. Their responses, and I embed a lot of them on the post, and they're so hilarious. If you're having a bad day today, just read them and you will immediately laugh because at least you're not Elmo this morning. They are hilarious. We, you know, Elmo might be in rehab as of this morning. He definitely has PTSD. He is never going to be the same. Uh, he's never going to have a cheerful walk down Sesame Street any day, uh, anymore. I mean, the comments were absolutely savage. It shows we are sons of, we are sons of bitches. We are SOBs. People are so, Society is so screwed up that we did this to Elmo of all things. It just shows how we we are we are falling apart as society. They were some of the comments were like, like as you read, were you know like you know my wife let me, I have no job. Other another one was just like Elmo sells me fentanyl behind the school parking lot. Like what are you doing to Elmo? And, it's, and you want poor uh, Elmo, uh, right? If you want to look into to how we're doing as a society, please check out my article on Outkick. Just search Elmo, search guns, whatever with the Z, and you will you you won't have faith. And what's very upsetting is a lot of these people can vote, which shows that we are we are we are we're we might not be going in the right direction there either. It's hilarious though. Oh my god, poor Elmo. This social media, yeah, there, there's a since. lot of things he that hasn't need to be. Since. <laughs> I wonder, are we going to hear from him again? Is he going to apologize for ruffling so many feathers, do you think? I mean, it was a simple question. I, I it's, an, it's usually generally a nice thing to ask people how's their day, but the state that we're in, the economy yeah. the way it is, the policies the way they are, uh, yeah. people are, they're not themselves are, these days. Relationships the way they are. Yeah. The family unit the way that it is. Everything's fun. We are, we are not trending Social in the right media the way here, that it is. As we just talked about. Yeah. Anxiety, uh, you know, just uh, it, it, the yeah, we're not doing well on all aspects, from the personal, from home life to, like you said, from work life to social media <laughs> and the overabundance of that. Uh, things aren't good, and now we're taking it out on Elmo. Very hilarious, but also very sad. But uh, hey, I uh, I'm doing great, and in the end, you're doing great as well. And the Outkick audience is hopefully doing great, as, uh, uh, you know, that are watching right now. And that's all that matters. Come on now. Could be worse. Listen, be I have 85 emails in my inbox. Life is good. That's all I have to say. Guns, thank you so much. Awesome. Good to see you. you. And yes, uh, check out the article. Until next time. Outkick.com, everybody. Got a lot of things. I delve more into the big tech stuff. I also go off on, uh, if you aren't aware of this, the illegal immigration situation in America is absolutely... Get the hell out of liberal cities, please, for the love of God. Oh, I'm we'll aware. Talk about that in the future. We're all aware. Get out of liberal cities, please. Uh, and I cover a lot of things. So always good on a Thursday. Take care. Outkick the Morning will be right back after a short break. Stay tuned. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, okay, everyone, we are going to wrap up the show with a look at some art over the years. I mean, I just think back to, you know, the finer times in life when classical music would be playing at, you know, different events and Beethoven and Mozart and the glorious sounds that they would produce would fill your ears. And then, you know, obviously there's different genres of music, even trailing into hip hop. 
uh, where you had artists who would talk about real experiences and what they've been through and it was meaningful and it made you feel something. I mean, even Tupac, Biggie. I mean, the music was classic. I've been a hip hop fan my entire life. Legitimately my entire life. And over the years, I have noticed a trend occurring that music means nothing. The lyrics are absolutely atrocious. Uh, and in terms of having any substance or quality, generally speaking, it's, it's tough to find music that presents those two traits these days. Uh, one extreme example that I present to you right now is a new song that was just released by Ice Spice. She is a young female rapper. She's a huge hit. Everybody's obsessed with her. She tops the charts on a regular basis. Her new song, this is not a joke. Her new song is called, <laughs> her new song is called, Thank You the Shit. <laughs> okay. Her new song is called, Thank You the Shit, parentheses, Fart. <laughs> okay. So anyways, this is the stupidest title I've ever heard in my life. I'd be embarrassed if this was a song that I had made. <laughs> but the main, the, the hook of the song is, think you the shit, bitch? You not even the fart. <laughs> So that's what we're doing these days. I was gonna read a few more lyrics, but honestly, I don't think that I need to. Like, that's just, that's the basis of the song. So um, that's what we're dealing with these days. So for all you hip hop connoisseurs, aficionados out there that I would consider myself to be in that group, uh, this is what we're subjected to. I do not listen to new music for this very reason. I always throw it back. All of my songs in my Spotify playlist are old because I do not like new music. There's a few songs that I'll give exception to. Like I like some of Drake's stuff, right? There's a couple things here and there that I can get behind, but this, absolutely not. So you look at our music, you look at the state of our country, policies, legislation, our government, social media, relationships, it's all going downhill. The economy, things are not good right now. So I'm going to leave you I'm going to leave you with one statement that is be better. Everybody be better. Uh, okay, that's going to be it. I'm going to uh, sign off here and go stare at my Gmail inbox, which again, I'm very proud of 85 emails. And uh, I'm off to Vegas today. So for the rest of the week, uh, I'm going to be bringing you uh, for tomorrow. We'll have a actually very special interview. So get excited for that. Uh, and then the following week, I'm going to be bringing you content from... Vegas and beyond. So everyone, get ready for it. Have a fantastic day. Follow me on social media at Charlie on TV and go have yourselves a great Thursday. See ya.